Every day we are bombarded with lies about God. Our children are exposed to all kinds of beliefs and gods in our world, and praying that they will discern the truth is vital. We have an enemy who prowls around trying to deceive us and our children and lure us to worship everything but the one true God. Join me this week as we talk about lies we believe about God. Hi, and welcome to the Raising Kids on Your Knees podcast. Raising Kids on Your Knees is a ministry dedicated to equipping you to pray and parent life into the lives of your children. I am your host, Tina Smith. Welcome to the show. I'm so happy you're here with me. My prayer for you is that your time here will help you grow in freedom and victory in Christ so that your prayers for your children are powerful and effective. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm so glad that you're here with me today. Can you take a moment with me to pray for our brothers and sisters in Ukraine? Heavenly Father, we lift up our brothers and sisters in Ukraine. We ask that you would give them supernatural strength, that you would extend your arm of grace and mercy to them, and that you would surround them with your peace. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for taking that time to pray for our brothers and sisters in Ukraine. I think it's important that we lift them up and lift their arms up right now as they are having a hard time doing it for themselves. Did you know that our homes are the greatest influence on what our children believe about God? The best way our children are going to recognize the one true God is by seeing him in our homes. It is easy to fear the world. However, fearing the world isn't necessary when our children have a solid foundation at home. We can't protect our children from the world, but we can teach them how to walk in it and not be blown and tossed by what goes on outside the doors of our home. Let's unpack five lies that we believe about God. The first lie we believe is that we can hide from God. Look at Psalm 139, 7 with me. I can never escape from your spirit. I can never get away from your presence. I have been known to be a runner, but not the kind of runner that does a 5K or anything, but the kind of runner that takes flight the minute I've done something wrong. Can you relate to that? We do not have to go far into the Bible before we see that when Adam and Eve blew it in the garden, what'd they do? They wanted to run and hide from God. It's the nature of our sin. Sin wants to hide. All we have to do is watch our children when they do something wrong. What do they do? They hide or they try to cover it up. Thankfully, we can never get away from God's presence and neither can our children. We can never escape his spirit when we are his child. We are secure in him no matter how far we or our children try to run. The second lie we believe is that God is just so slow. Here's what 2 Peter 3.9 has to say about that. The Lord isn't really slow about his promise, as some people think. No, he is being patient for our sake. He does not want anyone to be destroyed, but wants everyone to repent. Waiting is not one of my strong suits. I've said that so many times on the podcast. Sometimes waiting for God to work in my life or in the life of someone I love is excruciating at best. What about those times when you've been wronged and you want justice or... Maybe your child's been wronged. That's the worst. So often we want to take matters into our own hands and worse yet, write the person off and move on without them. Thankfully, I'm not God and God is God. He is patient and loves us and others. So much so, he does not want anyone to be destroyed, but for everyone to come to repentance. 
I believe these last two years have been a perfect opportunity for others to come to know him. And I think with everything that's going on, more and more people are going to come to know him. When you feel like God is just taking too long, remember to be thankful that he waited for you and me. This third lie is one I believed for so long. It's a lie that God looks just like my earthly father. Psalm 130 verse 4 says this, But you offer forgiveness that we might learn to fear you. Most of us tend to see our heavenly father the way we see our earthly father. If we had an absentee dad, we tend to think that God has no interest in our lives. If we have a harsh, judgmental dad, we tend to see our Heavenly Father as an authoritarian with a heavy hammer waiting to punish us the minute we cross the line. If we have a father who loved us unconditionally, we can accept God's unconditional love without blinking. If we had a dad who was forgiving, we can understand the forgiveness of our Heavenly Father. We serve a forgiving, loving, and tender-hearted father who the enemy would love for you to see through a skewed lens. Take some time today and ask yourself if you see God through the skewed lens of your earthly father or through the accurate lens of the Bible. Ask yourself this question, how am I portraying God to my children? The fourth bald-faced lie is that God will not protect us. This lie is rooted in the belief that God would not allow bad things to happen if he loved us. I know you've heard that before. We fail to see that the choice of Adam and Eve in the garden to step outside God's parameters he set for them is what precipitated this fallen world that we live in. Psalm 13 verse 4 reassures us of this. Anyone who harms you harms my most precious possession. Hell has no fury like a parent whose child has been wronged or harmed by someone else. Our children are our most precious possession. You are God's most precious possession. You are fearfully and wonderfully made by him. You were thought of before the foundation of the earth, and he loved you so much he sent his only son to die for you so that he was guaranteed eternity with you. You are his most valuable possession. We live in a fallen world with fallen and sinful people. It is inevitable bad things are going to happen. And yet, as we get closer to the return of Jesus, things are going to continue to get worse. But that's also the good news. Jesus is coming back to redeem all of it back to the way he originally designed it. All of the wrongs will be made right and your pain avenged by him. In fact, it already has been. And the fifth and final lie I'm going to talk about today is the lie that God doesn't understand our problems. Hebrews 4, 15 through 16 reassures us of this. This high priest of ours understands our weaknesses, for he faced all of the same testings we do, yet he did not sin. So let us come boldly to the throne of our gracious God. There we will receive his mercy and we will find grace to help us when we need it most. There are so many times when we will not approach someone because we're afraid of the response we're going to get from them. Thankfully, our Heavenly Father gives us permission to come to Him with boldness anytime we need to. He will never turn us away. Never. Every time we go to Him, we are guaranteed to receive His mercy, grace, and help when we need it most. The best part is the first part of that verse. He completely understands our weaknesses because He has faced all all of them. Our God is alive and active in our lives. And as we live that out in front of our children, they will see the difference between our God 
and the gods of this world, no matter what lies they may hear. And our God loves to reveal himself to our children every chance he gets. Our prayers for them pave a path for the Holy Spirit to do just that. Our prayers will echo throughout the generations, leaving a righteous legacy for our children and our children's children. If you or someone you know would benefit from receiving our free weekly prayer sheets, head over to RaisingKidsOnYourKnees.org and subscribe to the Prayer Tribe and join prayer warriors all around the world who are praying in one accord for our children. Let me pray for you today. Heavenly Father, I lift my friend up before you. I ask, Lord Jesus, that you would give them discernment to discern the lies that people and things and all those things that we hear that are not true about you. Lord, grant them courage to walk in your truth, to reveal your truth to their children and change legacies for generations. I want to thank you and praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. 